Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of Intentional Bride. We're excited to be here. We're still on the series of love and just expressing God's faithfulness through the different virtues of love. And today I have a fantastic guest. Her name is Purity. And Purity is coming on here to just talk about the love of God and how God has been faithful to her throughout the years. As she, sh- as she shares her story, I hope that it inspires somebody out there to know that God is faithful, God is able, and God is love. So without further ado, welcome Purity to my podcast. Thank you, Adoni. And thank you for having me. You're most welcome. So let's start with the easy questions. Um, tell us, how has God been faithful to you? Ah, oh, that one is a huge one. So, um, as far as, as far back as I can remember from when I actually got saved, I had no idea what uh, salvation really entailed. But from the word go, there was, um, there was the move of God in my life and every time, now that I look back at all the ups, all the downs, some of them were totally, totally crazy. And I remember somehow the safety net never moved. The Lord is the one who was taking me from place to place. I, I, most of the times I remember very well that I, I didn't have the relationship I have today with him. I knew I was born again. I knew I was saved. But the Lord is the one who oversaw the roadmap to where he was taking me, even when I had no clue about where I had to go, what I had to do, who I had to interact with, and so on and so forth. So for me, the Lord has been pure love in my life. When I look back now that we are actually talking about God's love, I have actually seen his love that endures. Let me just say it like that. His love that endures. I have seen it and I'm a witness. Awesome. That's so deep. So you've spoken about his love that endures. And I imagine that's the word you're picking from the love, from the first Corinthians 13, the love nev- love always endures. Would you tell us more, give us some examples, or if you'd like to share how God's love has endured in your life? There are so many, but for the sake of maybe this podcast, this, I remember uh, when I first came to Nairobi, it was uh, something I hadn't thought through, but uh, it was at a time when I was in transition. I was, um, let's say, finding my legs, so to speak, after a long, long, long time of, of um, trying to come to terms with the fact that I was now a teacher. I know now that one sounds a, a little bit strange because that is what I do now for a living. But the truth of the matter is that I never set out to be a teacher and at some point I got into a very bitter tussle with my dad who is now deceased and he uh, insisted that I start off in a teaching college when I remember that was the last thing on, on my mind. I actually wanted to do criminal law 
and that was the love of my life so when i remember how the journey went because i remember refusing to join college after my father said categorically that i needed to begin at that point it reached a point when i had even to seek refuge <laughs> at an aunt's uh, place an aunt of mine who was uh, in nairobi and she was doing very well and i i went there just because i didn't want to have that conversation i did not want to be in that space i didn't want to be convinced i i i knew what i wanted so after some time um i realized that my dad wasn't going to get moved he wasn't going to get moved he wasn't going to change his mind and at some point my aunt had to mediate between us so that now i could go back home and then my dad now had mellowed uh, at, uh, a little bit and he managed to actually let's say he managed to get me into college because i was still not convinced i was the last student to report and the long and short of this story is that I ended up on a path that today when I talk about where I am and what the Lord saw ahead of me and what his plan was for me at that point I had no clue but today I am talking about the love of God that endures because now I am actually in a point where I know part of my purpose is to be what I am doing right now mm. so I am still on the fact that the love of God endures because even when I was headstrong and obstinate and doing all these crazy things the Lord just you know just led me you know he just led me through and at some point I I, I even decided to fail all my exams so that I could be expelled from that college because I didn't want it and you know at some point it didn't work I tried to fail my exams and I I didn't and I entered my second year with a new frame of mind in the sense that the Lord brought an understanding in my mind that this is not the worst that can happen and even with that uh, teaching teaching uh, certificate I could actually go ahead and step up the ladder and go ahead and do many other things because it wasn't the end of life it wasn't the end of the world for me and my father was there ready and willing to pay all the dues and the fees and all that but for me I wasn't seeing where this was headed but today I can sincerely say I now know that the Lord had a purpose for the, that whole journey and I've seen his love showing me and opening up new paths and opportunities that probably if I had taken a different path would never have come my way mm -hmm. and I would never have known the Lord the way now I do we wouldn't have this relationship that we have now by virtue of the fact that he led me up to this point that's amazing it's interesting how God can send you where you don't want or allow you to be led down a path that you do not feel is right for you and then halfway through you realize it's exactly what you needed it's exactly where you needed to be and you begin to see his faithfulness unfold in your life in that moment so that's a really powerful story and so to the listener I would encourage you if you're in a place where you feel like it's a complete waste of your life or you feel like maybe I could have been more I could be doing better to just look at your situation as a place that maybe God intended it for you to go through that path to build character so that by the time you get to your intended destination you'll absolutely be a different person now you you speak about your father who you said is no longer you're no longer with us to the listener maybe who suffered loss especially during this covid pandemic and you're saying love endures what would you say to them how have you seen god's love endure for you through loss through pain through suffering on a more deeper level Mm, wow. Um to begin with, um my dad and I she had a very interesting relationship because he was always this person that um I looked up to. 
and he had very very profound love for me being the firstborn the only daughter uh we are three uh, i have two other brothers but uh, my father and i had a very 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 close relationship and uh, moving forward um at the time of his loss i would just like to say it was very abrupt it's not actually something i saw coming because he was not in a place where i could say that he had maybe uh, endured maybe a long illness or something like that it was very sudden and i wasn't prepared because for some reason i had just lost my mom so i thought that now that mom is not there now dad is here so along the way we could actually go a long way he wasn't even an old man as such he, it was he just succumbed and it was sudden so when he's he he actually passed on it caught me first of all by surprise i was in shock i was at a very bad place very 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 bad place but the 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 thing i now remember the thing i can talk about now because this is something that never left me it was the way the love of god you know it 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 went around me above below every aspect of my life was overshadowed by the love of god starting from you know getting to bury dad and then uh coming to terms with the fact that i was now a total orphan and also being the firstborn in the family that now I had responsibilities and duties I had never in my wildest dreams thought I would actually start grappling with you know um you know finding the maze through uh, my dad's estate finding the maze through his lawyers finding the maze through his relatives his brothers and my own brothers my family it it I remember it reached a point where it was only god's hand that was actually literally keeping me standing upright because i was in a state of days i was at a loss and i also remember at some time because um after we buried dad now we had to come to terms with the fact that we we need to go through uh, you know his things and and things like that and put things in order it was difficult because I was a point where now I was the head of the family for the first time and I never saw myself as that person because now I had to sit in a place where I had to tell my brothers now this is the path this is what we are going to do and with all what is happening we need to start here and we need to go here we need to go here it's not something I was versed in it's not something I had guidance in it's not something I went to consult with anyone at that point I couldn't even pray I couldn't even pray because I couldn't understand God's role in the fact that my dad is gone and my mom had my mom had just left. So it was it was it was very dark. It was dark. Many other times that I would wake up in the morning and I wouldn't know how many days away I was from that day I woke up. I didn't know whether it was on a Tuesday or on a Wednesday. I didn't know whether it was on a Sunday. I was totally lost. But I remember that it reached a point when um uh the Lord sent a cousin of mine is got Simon. And Simon was working out of the country and he had just come back and he called me. I remember I was sitting in bed just you know just sit, letting the hours go uh, the way I was used to. And he called me and I didn't know that number. I hadn't saved it. And he said he call, he, he he told me she um I want to talk to you. Are you able to come or can I come to where you are? And I told him Simon I don't even know what we can even discuss then he said i i i want to see you 
And so what happened was that for some reason we had never related uh, very closely, but I remember this was the person that God sent. Today when I look back, this is the man that God sent at that moment when I needed light to come back to my life because he came, sat with me. We didn't talk much, but he said, tell me how I can help. That's what he said. He said, tell me how I can help. What do you need? No one else had asked me that question. Nobody else had even thought that I needed to hear that question being asked. And from that moment, Simon actually pushed me out of the house. I came out. I was able now to grasp things the way they were. I was able to move on. I was able to actually start uh, the process of... Uh, you know, talking about my dad's estate and stuff. And he also went ahead and took care of a few needs that I had because I had forgotten literally everything. I, I wasn't myself. I didn't even know whether I was eating or not, showering or not. I, I, I No one was actually in a place to even approach me. My own brothers kept off because they felt that probably I'm the one who was suffering the most. And for them, they were just like, when is this mood going to be over? When is this thing going to light, to, to lighten up for her so that she comes back? And it wasn't looking like it was happening soon. So Simon came, sat with me, asked me that question, and I was like, oh my. This is actually God talking. He's the one who is lifting me and bringing me to a place where now I realize that I even have to start now taking care of my child. At that, at that point, I'd even forgotten that my child needed me because it was a very, very dark, dark, dark time. I didn't even know that I had a life after that. I didn't know how, how, how you live life after such loss. But I can tell you, Wadoni, right now, mm. that Simon came in, brought in his comfort, brought in some finances, brought in just a plan. He wasn't bringing it to me to follow it, but he was at a point where I am here to help. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll hold your hand. Whatever you need, whatever you need, whatever you need. And today when I look back, that was the turning point of my life. That, that is... Yes. That is amazing. That is honestly the only thing that has really stood out to me is the overshadowing love yes. of God mm -hmm. that kept you. Because I cannot imagine mm -hmm. you've lost your mom. I didn't even realize as I asked you the question that mom had mm -hmm. gone before. Yes. And then dad is now following soon after, yes. suddenly. Yes. And so that must have been extremely traumatic. And I love that. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing what God did for you. And how he came through for you in the person you least expected. Mm. So you know that was absolutely God. Yes. So I just want to ask one more question. What mm. would you say to the person who has experienced tragedy like this and you want to encourage them not to give up? Mm. They're like you mm. are saying, oh, whatever has happened to me, purity, I can't get up. I can't trust this God again. I cannot put my hope in a God that has failed me. What would you say to them? What is one simple thing you'd say to them? One simple thing I will say, and it's not because I have read people's stories, it's because I'm sharing my story right now. Mm. It happened to me. Mm. I will tell you for a fact, the love of God endures. Mm. And if only mm. you will trust, if only you will hold on mm. yes. and not give up, mm. the Lord will never disappoint you. Mm. It might look dark, it might mm. look desolate, it might look that it's finished for you. The truth is that our God in heaven has got no word that says it's finished for you until he says so himself. So don't give up. Hold 
on even when you don't know what you're holding on to mm. but do it for the sake of this god i can assure you he will come through because he did for me wow that's amazing so my dear listener love endures love endures the overshadowing love of god and for me this story has really touched me i'm actually left speechless so i'll just leave her to tell us her last parting shot you know anything random she had wanted us to know or be aware of as a final parting shot she can share and then we can we can close this podcast um i think i just want to say madoni to all listeners everyone or anyone that's listening right now life is a journey mm. you have to realize every individual on this earth has got a path they need to follow and this path has not been shown to us prior to where we are going it's only the lord that knows your path he made you called you by your name he knows you he knows what plans he has for your life and so i just want to encourage each and every one of us uh listening right now that This God is faithful. His love endures and your path is so different from someone else. Yes. So you have no business looking at and comparing yourself to mm. anyone else. Do not ever do that. Walk your path and every time when it looks like you reach a pitfall, mm. you reach a, a hurdle, go back to this God who's got the road map, the original road map. Go back mm. to him. Ask him in humility and in prayer, Lord, I am here. Tell me what to do next. and he will always have an answer for you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for for coming and agreeing to be on this podcast. I know it's not easy and thank you for your wisdom. We will definitely hold on to these truths. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you can make this space a home for your heart.